Hi, I'm Mike, and you are listening to Real Things That Really Matter. Our heart in this show is to open up the floor to conversation about topics in the Bible and Christianity that may be hard to understand and to see them from different perspectives. I know that we don't always agree on some things, but we feel that we should be able to ask questions and listen to each other as we walk through this life following Jesus. So, sit back, grab a coffee, and enjoy as we venture into another conversation on real things that really matter. Hey, Matt. Hey, Mike. Part two. I'm so excited. Let's it, dive right in. Israel. Israel. Yes. Next time, by the way, we need to go together. I know, but I like that we that we had different experiences with a different guide, so I think that's cool. Yeah, I definitely had different experiences. I, I really liked my guide. He was very knowledgeable. Very, you know, very personal. I think he appreciated the fact that we were there to really learn from him, because he's right. like, there was a lot of things we did at the sites that he says most, most of the people I take... Uh, either one, we don't have time for it, or two, that's not what's interesting to them. And so, uh, yeah, there was a couple of things we got to do that was right. a little extra. And it was, it came at me so hard, and there was so much to see. And now, just talking to you, it kind of brings it back. Yeah, like the uh, the Qumran. Did you go there? Oh yeah, where okay. the Dead Sea Scrolls were. Right. Yeah, where John John the uh, John the Baptist he he enrolled there. That's what they say. Yes. That's what they say that he rolled there, but then he tapped out. He didn't go the full two years or yeah, because it was under. like a community of of almost uh, uh, monks, a, a kibbutz, kind of. Kibbutz. Yeah, they call it a kibbutz. Yeah, and and seeing that was really cool, and the remains yeah. there, and then looking out at all the caves that are just in the hills, and that was that was pretty incredible. Seeing how many natural caves there are in all of the hills around in Israel. Right. Everywhere. But it's just such a desolate place. You Over know? there? Uh, yes. Yeah. By the such Dead a, Sea. Such a desolate place. And like, oh my gosh. Yeah. Did you and get it, in the Dead Sea? Yeah, I did. I did. It scared me. It was really cold. It scared me. I said, I'm not interested in that. Right. Well, you know, <laughs> I wear contact lenses and I got back there and I, I couldn't feel like I had control. And Tyson says, do not get this in your eyes. Yeah, I bet. Yeah. And he's like, it, it'll- You'll go it'll, blind. Yeah. So- I Melt then, your contacts. And then like, I, I kind of kicked around and I splashed and someone up there and splashed in my eye and I was like, and I thought I was going to flip over and <laughs> and I was kind of out there all by myself and I was like, oh my gosh. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't get out there. It was really, really windy that day and- so, kind of chilly, but and- I floated and I said that I and I, I got to check it off that I did it. But then in the hotel at the spa, they yeah. have that they have that one that's even easier to float in. You know, in the basement downstairs. Did you, did you go stay that? in David's Palace? Did you Did you stay at that hotel? Is it David's Palace or David's Dave David something? I thought it was the King Is- David. I thought it was the Is Hotel or something like. You that. You might have been in a different one. There's just one hotel there. I think we had to have stayed the same one. Did you stay the Depends night there? Depends on which part of the Dead Sea you were on. Oh, true. Okay. Okay. You're true that. All it's right. It's a big place. And another thing that the uh, shifting gears, <laughs> Jesus wasn't technically a carpenter, I learned. Really? Well, he's a, was a stonemason, wasn't he's he? He's a stonemason. Yeah. So a builder. And if you go to Nazareth, that's what they did. They yeah. they carved stone. Uh, they, they made 
structures out of stone. Well, and everything's built out of stone. Right. Even, so even now? Did he know how to build things out of wood? Yes. But his main thing was marble and stone and those type of things and and carving these huge chunks, blocks chunks of, of rock out well, and making structures. Yeah. And so our, our guide was like, Jesus was jacked. Yeah, I'm he sure. Was, he was completely jacked. And he was, <laughs> <laughs> he is a stonemason and he knew, you know, he could lift anything. Right. He was totally jacked. And that. I have just, heard that. You know, if he was some scrawny little guy, he probably wouldn't have survived the whipping that he took. Because uh, most people, yeah. most people didn't. Most people didn't make it through the whipping. And then you have to go to the crucifixion. Hardly anybody. And it was it. the worst that they'd ever, well, I don't know ever, but it was worse than. Because it Most tore it, times. Yeah, yeah, it was and it, unrecognizable as Yeah, human. and they just tore it because it just, the whips they use just tore the skin right off you. And you yeah. have to be a beefy guy to handle it. This is, you know, that's not really something I guess I've ever considered is is physically fit, how fit he would have had to yeah, be to he'd withstand have to be that torture. To, to, to withstand and then the to even be able to walk, let yeah. alone try and, then, and carry a and section then, of your cross. And then carry that too. He had to be a strong you. guy. Yeah, that's... That's good insight. And he probably was, you know, bigger than average guy too. Hmm. Possible. Well, that's but definitely, definitely different jacked. insight that I've ever had. Yeah. Before. That's pretty good. So I was glad that got cleared up that he wasn't a carpenter. I was like, wood. That's going to really, that messes me and Antonio up. So what? Cause you always say Jesus was a carpenter. Yeah. It's Jacob, our thing, man. Jacob always says that too. It's because yeah. I got him to say it. <laughs> <laughs> you say Jesus was a builder. Well, he's still a builder. He built Jesus me. was a stonemason. There you go. Doesn't really roll off the tongue like that. No, nah, we can we can make it work. <laughs> okay, so that was like the you know just like his profession and how it served his ministry and how it served his well, and it makes sense his purpose. It also. makes much more yeah. sense because everything in Jerusalem even today is still built out of the the natural rock so that all looks uh right cuz the they've got the yeah, quarries that like they, they take all the vast, stone it's and, not like they have these vast forests there I mean, this is very true there's very few trees right and, and all those the rock, trees aren't going to build much of a house yeah all the rocky soil is just no good for trees over there yeah yeah it was pretty incredible and and um it really is amazing the difference of geography from the Dead Sea, which is Qumran, where the Dead Sea Scrolls were written, where this community lived and somehow survived in the middle of a desolate wasteland. And then you go all the way to Tel Dan, to, to where Dan was, mm-hmm. and it's lush and green and all the water comes out of the rocks, like literally comes out of the rocks. And it was really cool to see what that means. And, and it's because of the way that the sandstone and all of the hills, all the mountains, they say, um, they soak up water like a sponge and it gets into this hill and eventually there's a breaking point when it's so full and it just spews out of the rock. And so there's all these points. This is where the tributaries for the Jordan come out of. You remember Dan? Yes. And all the water, rushing water, water everywhere, trees, luscious growth, green, everything is beautiful up there. And then you get to the other side and it's dead. It's incredible. I know. It's got like all these different variations in one little tiny spot. I mean, because you got to think that Israel's like what? Smaller than New Jersey? Yeah, it's pretty small, yeah. And and you can drive across it within what? I mean, even from the Dead Sea to where uh, Tiberius was, was only two hours. Right. It's not very far. Less than here to Denver. 
yeah, you could, yeah, you could cross it in a matter of hours yep. going the long ways. Yep. But if you were on foot and again, this is kind of the cool perspective of geography and, and what it would have been like walking or riding a camel or whatever, it would have taken you a long time. It would have felt like a big trip. Did you ride a camel over I there? I did not ride a camel. I've had my fill of camels in my lifetime. Really? I have. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I got to ride a camel. It was it wasn't that great. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I heard. You were uh weren't you Connie's Connie's buddy? No, I don't remember who was Oh no, Shane was Connie's buddy. On uh the camel. That, that that uh preacher from Shadron. I can't remember his name right now. Um Jared. Jared, that's him. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah. Nice. He was on the But front. no, I did not ride a camel. It's okay. Still love me? I still love you, All bud. Right, good. I still love you. <laughs> what about what about Masada? Did you go there? Yes. Incredible story. It's just unbelievable. Yes. Unbelievable. And those are the stories that you don't hear unless somebody you're intentional about the history of Israel. And this was what was it, seventy BC or uh after death, uh, what is it? Current eras that they like to say. Where uh, Rome said no more and they went up in this this group of Jewish people who were trying to hide out from the persecution, went and right. lived in Herod's palace, Herod the Great, and mentioned him yeah, in the last so, episode. So, Her- so Herod, Herod built this. Her- it was Herod the Great's son, though, right? No, Herod the Great built it. Okay, he built it. He, he And his son built used his, it as a like, summer this, getaway. He built this fortress yep. in, this, in this mountaintop. Yep. Carved out of the rock, literally, literally. carved out of the rock. Yeah. And it was all, all Grecian, all Greek, all cool. You, and you couldn't get up to it unless you had permission. Right. And so he did it to impress, to impress Caesar. So yep. Caesar would come there and hang out. Yep. And Caesar never came. But he spent <laughs> all his time and effort and resources on there and just getting like the... You had to have fresh bread up there and fresh fruit and, and fresh- the water system, right? And the water system, how they and brought then, water yeah, in and from the aqueducts and the rain, and and how it just naturally flowed from all over to fill up the the cisterns. Yeah, and Incredible. so when the Romans were going to conquer, uh, going to conquer Israel, uh, Masada was the last place to fall, and like nine hundred and some guys, nine hundred and some uh, Hebrews went up there and said, "We're not gonna, we're not gonna surrender. Not, you're gonna no. have to, you're gonna we have to kill us. We won't be slaves again. We won't be slaves. So we're gonna hold up here in Masada, and they hold up there for three years. Yep. And then and they, they brought a legion. Them then they fought them off, and then they built that. Then they built that earthen ram. Yep. That took them must have taken them a year to build oh, that. Oh man, I can't imagine. Can you imagine? And it, That's look still it there. Up. Yeah. I say, if you're listening to this, look up Masada online. Yeah, we can't do it and justice. On, see what it looks like, yeah, and then imagine being the Roman soldier that walked up to this fortress that's on the top of a mountain that is impenetrable. You can't with a little tiny cow trail to get up there. Yeah, and and go on. You want me to? You want me to take over that? This is going to be great. So all the stuff that Herod had put up there to just keep it sustainable, that also it's helped to help the Jews in the storage rooms. Yeah, yeah. storage rooms. Amazingly, stayed up there for three years. Yep, and they fought them off. And, and they then, had the water, and they had the food, and they had the geography. I mean, they were set. They were set, and they and they could fight off an army, just yeah. a small number of them. Until until they built the ramp that bro- breached the wall. Uh-huh. And then they burnt they burnt the door. Yep. 
and then they were able to breach that, and then they said, "No, we're just committing suicide." And then they, and then yeah. well, and then the Romans, uh, they broke the wall and they and stopped the, for the night. Yeah, and then the next day, and that's when the the Hebrews, the Jewish people, they said, "We're not going to be taking slaves," and it was. It was, uh, they killed everyone off and, and the last few had to kill themselves. Right. And there was only, to tell the tale, there was only like, um, you know, a One, couple a couple of ladies and their kids. That was Josephus. No, Josephus, Josephus was the person that it was, re- the story was retold to though. Maybe I misunderstood that. Though. Yeah. Cause one of the, the, <laughs> one of the witnesses went down there and and somehow Joseph, Joseph, Josephus, Josephus, I can't say it. You said it for me. Josephus. <laughs> yes. Told it to him, told him the story. And then he, and then he wrote it out. Huh? So he was never there. Well, I'm, I'm but curious. He was, to... he was, he was aware of the place and he was aware of the culture. Yes. But one of the young witnesses or one of the ladies Told him the whole tale. I'm gonna have to look that up because I was. I so thought according he to was our guide, there. yeah, our guide Benny told me that. I story. thought he was one of the guys that was supposed to. Uh, he drew the last straw. He was supposed to be the one that fell on his sword. And he really, I oh, see. That's a completely different and story. He turned and became a traitor, according to the Jewish people, and went on to the side of the Romans. And so most of the Jewish people, this is my to, understanding. Have to dig into that. I am gonna have to dig into that. He's a traitor. Because he capitulated and started to work for Rome. But that's where all these writings came from was because he he, he got to stick around. See, I, th- I was told to that he was research. like a... Stand by. Okay. He we'll was, look I thought, that he one was up. I thought he was in a, a, owned a shop in a nearby town or something. Then the witness came and... I know that they think he's a traitor. From your guide? Yes. Okay. From my guide, he was a historian. <laughs> well, he was a historian. He yeah, became one for right. Rome. Okay. Yeah, but the place is absolutely amazing. And it the, was. the pictures just don't do it justice. And but. and sitting in those places, like in the in the theater, the the synagogue, where they would have had the last speech, where they would have drawn the straws and thrown cast the lots for who was going to have to um be the one that killed everybody, and then cast the lots for who had to be the last one. I mean, it, it it was heavy. Yeah, and just like you just think about how in the world did they even build this thing? Well, and then yeah, how many people died with Herod saying, "Build me a fortress on the top of this mountain." Just unbelievable. Yeah, architecture on that. Yeah, I you can't even discuss half the things that we got to see. I don't think, and I'm yeah, still and processing through. 80% of what I learned. But if you were to hike, instead of taking the tram up oh, there, yeah, if, you were taken to, all day. if you were to hike up there and then hike your way back down. It would have been, it would have been an all day easy experience. That would have been rough on you. Yeah. You got to be in good shape. Very good. <laughs> it's a little bit more than the trail in the monument. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That was my 18,000 step day on that day. You climbed like, the trail? No, oh. I didn't even climb the trail. I just, oh, okay. I just, just walked the on way the down, top, yeah. right? We're just walking around on the top and then walking all the way down. Oh, you walked down? On the other side, yeah. I didn't take the tram. Did you take the tram down too? Uh-huh. We, we took it down. Oh my gosh. <laughs> we had some that wouldn't have probably made it down right. the trail. Right, no, the, our bus driver dropped us off at the, one, at, the, at the tram and then he had to go an hour and a half to get to the other side of the thing. Oh, wow. And we walked down to meet him. That's cool. It was. 
See, different experiences, different, different experiences, different things. Yeah. Yeah. So that was very, very cool. Well, I guess what's your takeaway from Israel, Matt? Well, the Bible is real and it's, you know, the events in the Bible come to life that you, if you read the Bible and you, and then you go to these places and say, oh my gosh, this is, this is where this happened. This is where this happened. Or yeah. even if you don't know the actual historical spot, as far as there's some debate about, you know, where Jesus was crucified, still being in a place that's so close to where it happened right. is enough. The, the atmosphere is, is this is it. This seeing was, the garden tomb that could or could not have been the, right. the place where he was rested. I right. mean, that was, I mean, that, that was amazing. Technically all the spaces, all the places, uh, except for those that have actual historical written documentable evidence of what they are can all be disputed as to, is this the actual place? Right. Do we need to argue about that? I can. <laughs> no, I don't think but so. But you're right. It's this is where it happened. Regardless of if it's the actual square footage of where the cross was put, this is where it happened. This is where my savior laid down his life for me. Yeah, and places like the Valley of Megiddo, we say this is where it's going to happen. Right. This is this is where This Mount, is where it has happened. This is Mount is Carmel happening. where it did happen yeah. and this is overlooking the places where it's going to happen. Yep. And that was amazing. And then you see a a, a, a jet takeoff right there, an F-22. Right. And the military, and, they do all their, yeah, their they, stuff they right there. They have a landing strip right there too. Yep. So it makes they sense. They had one over by Masada too. Did you see that? No. They did. They were doing uh, aerial maneuvers over the Dead Sea while I was standing up there. I'm like, what are they doing over there? Yeah. They keep their military oh, they're in practicing. Shape. Right. Oh, Okay. <laughs> right here, huh? Well, yep. and okay. like the, just like recent history too, like the Six Day War, we went over yeah, that. Yeah, that was Go cool. The Golan Heights, that yep. was super cool. Did you go to the Golan Heights? With the tanks. Mm -hmm. yep. The tank story. Yep. We went up there. That was incredible. And and the hand of God that is still with Israel, even in modern day, like you can, you can say it was luck. You can say it was miscommunication. Right. You can say whatever, but you, you talk to some of the um, people that, that, that were a part of that and some of the documentation in the stories. And they say it was like, there was a, a wall of angels that stopped the tanks. Well, and, yeah. and if you look up, cause the, they just stopped. If you look, yeah. If you look up the list of casualties for that six day war, the Egyptians, the Jordanians, the Syrians, and who was it? Was it Lebanon too? Yep. Okay. I think you so. Look yeah. Israel hardly lost anybody. Right. And then, and the rest of and the guys were like 20, 30,000 dudes they yeah. lost. And they weren't even prepared. Like, yeah. And they, they attacked them on Yom, Yom Kippur. Yeah. And so, and, and they broke through and, and they say, well, it was because it was so easy that they stopped or it was because they were, they thought it was a trap. They stopped, but they stopped from invading and they could have taken over the entire country of Israel at that moment. And yet it didn't happen. Yeah, numerically, there was no way that Israel should have won that. And, and yet, again, and yet they just did. as they do time and time again, as you read through um, the history of Israel being put into the promised land, God's hand is with them. Right. And not only that, they got Jerusalem back. Right. And, and it's just, it's the other thing that was really humbling to me was the history of the Jewish people. Think about, think about your uh, your heritage. How many, how many generations does our heritage go back in, in history wise? Like really 
a hundred years, two hundred years. You America know, as far as documented only- history, probably you know I could probably go back with my ancestors. Probably you know two hundred years max, three hundred years maybe. You look at Israel, and you're talking four, five thousand years. Exactly. I mean, you you go to Megiddo itself, mm-hmm. and you see this one area that has been excavated over and over and over again. And there's 30 different uh, layers, 30 different builds in this one spot. And so you think that's 3,000 years? It's just nuts. And it's like, how can you even date that? It's right. Like the, but in the Bible, there it is. And and it says, here's Megiddo. And the, and the thing is, the names stay the same or similar, similar enough that you know that this is where it stemmed from, like Capernaum and uh, Bethshean and Jerusalem and Jericho, and and they're all the same. I know. It's complete. It's just, it's the Bible comes alive when you walk through that country. Yeah. It, it's incredible. And I think, like I, I said in the, the first uh, retelling here, my my biggest impact moment was sitting out in the middle of the lake. And that's my favorite story is with Peter and getting out of the boat and walking to Jesus. And I sat there and this was, I kept looking around trying to be like, what hill Jesus were you sitting on when you watched them go across and you decided to walk out to them on the lake? Because when you read the gospels, it says he was, as he was praying, when he went up onto the mountain to pray and he sent them across, when the storm hit, he was watching them. And then the storm hit, and that's when he walks out. Which hill was it? What hill were you sitting on? I wish I wish I could see, like, where were you it's overlooking almost, almost the Almost better disciples? that we don't know. They probably would have built a shrine. They probably would have built a church right there. there. Yeah, yeah, I know. Sure. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we're not going to go there. Yeah, we kind of did. Was, that was my impact was saying, I'm like, this is it. This is where your life on earth happened. This little tiny country yeah. on the coast. This beautiful little lake, this this amazing, so diverse uh, area of land that, that I've read about my entire life. This is it. This little spot of land changed the whole world. This is where all the history happened. It is. Most it's of our, yeah. I, I, would, I would venture to say that all of our written history that we have has been there. Yeah. In that area, not Jerusalem per se, but the Israel, Egyptian, the VMRS, uh, yeah, all of that. Yeah, that's it. What about walking through the city of Jerusalem itself in the Via Dolorosa and the, you know, where where Jesus went to the Sheep's Gate and where they believe he went? Okay, tradition. Okay, so you're on the fence whether he was actually there. On I'm the on the fence gate. if that was the actual route. On the Sheep's Gate? Yeah. You're, you're on the fence on that? Well, just the, the, the Via Della Rosa, the walk where they have all the, the numbers and the all points, the different yeah, places. The six, and every one the, of them has a, a church to walk into. Right. And that's true. Okay. I, I, got, I got more distracted with all of the glorifying of those things as opposed to just saying, my, here's how I wanted it to be. And this is my expectation. And I think that probably is what ruined it for me. Because to be honest, it, it was ruined. It was ruined for me. Uh, that was my, my biggest expectation of the whole trip was to 
walk that walk. And I wanted to walk it and be able to just reflect and think about the passion, the walk, the, the, the walk that Christ did when he was carrying his cross and, and thinking about all the things that I've read about my entire life. Well, you believe he walked through Jerusalem though. Yeah. But he had to enter again, the city. I get there and there's this, Oh, and this site is where he would have gone to his knee. And this site is where they, uh, well, I can't and go this that site specific, here sure. is where, and you know, that's, that's what it was. Yeah, they they did kind of do that. With the, I'm, not so talking, I'm, I'm not talking these... about the you know the Roman numerals that they put along the way. I'm yeah. not talking about that. Well, and, and so that that ruined it for me. Right. Well, that, I'm sorry that happened. That that was I was like this. The thing that I think was that floored me was the way it looked. It didn't look like I would have thought it would have. And I know he walked through the city, and so like the walls and the narrowness of where he where he would have had to go through because it's 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 like it was. It's the old. Jerusalem, there wasn't a lot of room on the sides. And so if there was crowded with people and he's trying to walk through with his cross and the Romans are pushing him and man, it would have been hard to walk through there on a good day. Exactly. Yeah. Because it was, you know, probably two or three of me wide. Yeah. Yeah. yeah you're, you're at fill- most. And you're filling that with a bunch of people. It was barely wide enough to get a car through because I know that a car, a couple cars tried to go through there and almost ran us over. Um, so it wasn't very wide and they're not big cars. Right. And when those stones get wet, they're slick. They're slick. Yeah. They are slick. So, I mean, looking at it in that perspective, I can see just have a even more appreciation on how hard that walk would have been. Um, and like I said, my expectation may have ruined it for me because right. that was, that was where I was like, I just want to have a moment like the whole time I'm walking, just don't talk to me. Don't tell me anything. Don't bother me. And then half of the walk was right through the market and it's shoulder to shoulder people and you can't hardly get through there. Right. I love that it's a real the place. The old market. And, and it is a real place still being utilized. It's, it's a real place. He was really there. I believe he went through Sheep's Gate. I think that was that was completely awesome. Yeah. And just what it was like. You know, you can get a picture in your mind of what it was like. Yeah. That, that you're right. That That is cool to be able to. And you have to, if you can just kind of disconnect from all the religiousness they put yeah. on it and the the shrine that they made things and the way they <laughs> cheapened the actual st- if just try to look beyond all that all the glitz and glamour that they did to it that's where i had a hard time and that's right. i wasn't expecting that that's what i wasn't expecting i mean i've heard about all the things and right i wasn't expecting that but either but i wasn't expecting yeah, it, was kind of, it, to it was kind of a cold so water splash to see that the the way they they did it it was it was almost it, I, I, I don't want to use too strong a language, but it was that was my disappointment was that I could go to these sites where it was non-believers and unchristian people and and um, archaeologists and, and historians that had more respect and awe for the sites because of their naturalness and and the weight of what had happened there as opposed to what the Christian church had done when they built all these shrines and huge glorified temples and all of these things on the places they thought something happened. Right. It was, it was definitely a big contrast saying, wow, those that, that don't even believe in Jesus necessarily as the Christ, they believe he was a man. They believe he, he was real. They've got documentation that can't dispute that he was there, but they had more reverence for the sites than, than the 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 
people right. that came over and built the churches. The sites themselves shouldn't be worshipped. The the Christ should be worshipped. Exactly. Yeah, what happened? The history, the remembering, the um, the facts of, of this is his life. This is what happened. Right. And, you and, can... it's, and it's like they treat like it's kind of like Graceland for Elvis or something, you know? And it's, <laughs> <laughs> and it's like, it's, it's, it's just it's, a it's site. A, it's a cool place that, yeah. oh, that's Elvis's house. Sure, I don't need awesome. to worship the site. I need right. To yeah. The Isn't that nice? But it's, yeah. we're talking about the creator of the universe. Yeah. My savior. Yes. Yeah. But overall, if I have a chance to go back, I'll be there in a second. I would go back. Totally yep. would go back. And I'll, There's so and much I'll, more to see. Oh, yeah. So much more. One trip, 10 days. It was, just, even, it was a whirlwind. Yeah. It was a whirlwind. Even I if I what. did the exact same thing as I did this time, it would still feel new. Yeah, I would look for different things. It's like, you know. Well, and if I'd look for different things, then it will be new. But even if I did the exact same trip and the same places, I'd still be like, wow, I missed that. Well, wow, I it's, didn't see it's that like, the last time. I can only compare it to like what NFL players say. Like your first Super Bowl is like a, bl- a just a blur. <laughs> it's like when you get to like you know the third or fourth one, you're like, okay, now I can enjoy it. Uh, well, maybe <laughs> it we'll was get the, it. It was like the Super Bowl and Disney World the all Super rolled Bowl into one. Of the Bible. It was absolutely unbelievable. Yeah, and it deepened me spiritually so much. Yeah, I I definitely will be reflecting on that, even if it's the only one time, uh, my whole rest of my life. I'll yeah. say, yeah, I remember that. I've been there. I've seen it. So glad I went. Yeah. Well, I really hope that um, this wasn't boring to those who weren't in Israel with us, but we really enjoyed it. And I encourage you, if you do get a chance to plug into somebody that's going to go over. If you have any other questions um, that you'd like to ask me or Matt, please give us a give us a tweet, give us an email, whatever it is that um, you need to do to connect with us. We'd love to try and answer or expound on our experience over there. So Matt, you, what do you think? I think Israel's awesome and you need to go. <laughs> and I love you guys. Love y'all. I'm going to, I'm going to say this. Are you ready? Shabbat Shalom. Shabbat Shalom. God bless. We'll see you later. God bless. Thanks for joining us today. We hope that you have been challenged to study God's word, to find out what it says and to build on what you believe. Our heart is to help create a desire in you to draw closer to Jesus. If you would like to contact us with questions or comments, email us at MikeMattRealThings at gmail.com, on Facebook, Real Things That Really Matter, and on Twitter, at MMRealThings. We would love to hear from you. Follow us on your favorite podcast platform to stay in the know of what we are doing. Again, Thanks for joining us today. May God bless you and keep you. See you next time.